wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is also the show where we spend some time looking at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I'm Joseph Maticic, Secretary of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in South Australia, and I'm delighted to be your host for the program today. It's been a while since I've been able to be here in this chair, and I'm really excited about being back here on Drive Time once again. So welcome to the program, wherever you might be joining us. Our text line number is 0488 880811. That number again? 0488-880-811. Send us a message. Let us know you're listening, how you're enjoying the program. If you've got any questions, any comments you'd like to make, I'd love to hear from you on our text line number. Well, welcome to another new week on, on Drive Time. Uh, our topic this week is difficult questions about imperfect churches. And a little bit later on, we're going to start off by looking at the specific question, well, what what is the church? Before we go too much further, though, I'm privileged this afternoon to be able to have here in the studio uh, not just one person that's joining me, my, my co-host, who is who is Eric Hoare. And uh, Eric, uh, great to have you along. Welcome along, Eric. Usually with Gary uh, on a Tuesday night, so I'm here a day early, so I've had to shake myself up a bit and uh, get here tonight, but it's great to be here with you. And, and it is great to, to have you. Yes, it's a little bit of a change. You know, we're all sort of getting a little bit shuffled around. Um, I haven't hosted for a while, and here I am hosting, and you're normally on a different day of the week, uh, but uh, we haven't uh, done it together, um, the Drive Time Show yet, but here we are, and it's, it, it's great to have you. And, of course, Eric is um, ministering at the Adelaide Aboriginal Fellowship in Adelaide uh, here in South Australia. It's great to have you, Eric. You're a regular on the show, and uh, we always appreciate having you having you on board. Now, this afternoon, we have an additional guest. It's Pastor Niku Dumbrava. Welcome along, Niku. Thank you so much, jo- Joseph. It's really good to be with you this afternoon on a drive. And when I woke up this morning in Melbourne, um, as I flew over here, I didn't know I was going to be on the radio on the drive in the beautiful Adelaide. There you go. It's wonderful to have you, Niku. Now, uh, Niku, just for all our listeners, we just want to explain who you are. Now, um, just tell us, what, what, what is your role? Okay, so Joseph, um, I do what I love to do to connect with people. So part of my role is to encourage people to share the good news of Jesus, to do what we call evangelism. And um, that's, a, that's a real privilege to, to, to do that for the Australian Union, which is uh, part of our organization here in Australia. And, um, yeah, it's good to, to get to know uh, various parts of Australia. And uh, today I've been... Uh, been blessed to to be here in South Australia in Adelaide for the first time for me to to meet with some of the ministers and uh, just to journey alongside them and share ideas and, and pray together 
to support uh, the work that, um, that the ministers are doing here in South Australia. So that's part of my role. That's great. Uh, to encourage that's, people mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. share the good news of Jesus. Yeah, that's wonderful to hear. So Niku is, uh, is, is the, um, what we'd say is the personal, personal ministries personal director ministries, yes. for the Seventh Adventist Church in Australia. Now that's a bit of a mouthful, a bit of a fancy title, but essentially, like you're saying, Niku, um, your role is, is to coordinate and oversee um, evangelism of the um, of the Seventh Adventist churches across Australia, That's and uh, yeah, you have an opportunity to work with uh, our church organisations across Australia, uh, to work with our churches, work with work with ministers, and you yourself also are our church pastor. That's right. Yeah, and uh, you now you alluded to the fact that you you've flown over from Melbourne, so you're you're based in Melbourne. Yes, yeah, we just uh, relocated to Melbourne early this mm-hmm, year mm-hmm. to take on upon this role as as a church pastor uh, for the Victoria Conference. Um, so we, um, yeah, we we serve there as a church pastor, and also part of my time is to to sh- to serve the church nationally. Yeah, uh, yeah. in in this personal ministry role. Across all the all the nine conferences that we have, uh, that's part of our organisation. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So you have quite an overall coordinating role, overseeing evangelism efforts for for the Seventh Adventist Church across Australia. Yet you are also um, pastoring a local congregation in Melbourne. Is that right? That's correct. So I'm, I'm the pastor. I'm what we call pastor at large, which means that the conference, wherever there is a need, okay, can send me to 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 pastor that the church. And um, yeah, there was a there was a need early this year when. Uh, uh, the the conference in uh, South Australia um, mm. picked up one of their pastors yes. from, from Hughesdale Church, so I I am um, there to to okay. fulfil that role as so, a church pastor at Hughesdale Church. Okay, so you have a local congregation. It's the Hughesdale Seventh Day Adventist Church yes. in Melbourne. Yes. And uh, part of your time is pastoring that, yes, uh, overseeing that congregation, and the other part of your time is overseeing evangelism. Um, across, Australia. across Australia, that's yes. that's, that's fascinating. Yeah. So, so Nico, you've um, uh, you've worked and lived in a few states around Australia, and it's interesting, you know. Uh, and Eric, we, we're talking today about church, and we're looking at, uh, I guess, what is church. We're, we're, we're going to be talking not just today, but this coming week, looking at. Some of the not so nice aspects of church, but hey, we, we, here on, on drive time and on particularly on Faith FM, we, we want to wrestle with, with with all these topics. They they are real topics, and ultimately we're going to be uh, looking at you know how the Bible speaks to speaks to our times, especially, doesn't it? And so that's that's why it's important to to raise these things. So Niku, um, we talk about the the church in Australia now overall. Generally, speaking about the church in Australia, Christ, can we say Christianity and you know, even more broadly religion in Australia has been in decline, hasn't it? Um, and yes. uh, less and less people are committed to the church. Less and less people, uh, it seems, are attending church. Yeah, Christianity, church it seems to be in decline. Uh, you know, is there still relevance of the church? Do you think? Do you think what's the future of the church? Do you see? Yes, that's a that's a very good question, um, Joseph. Uh, the last um, surveys that we done, the last census, just revealed that Christianity you now is not a majority religion uh, in Australia, but it's also uh, it became a, a minority. Yes, so it's under fifty percent uh, represented uh, in, in the data. 
However, I think there's a need for the church. God's church will continue to grow um, if we if we trust what what God says in His Word in the Bible. Uh, and yes, God's church is not perfect. And I know you're talking about this subject. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 I should say it's not perfect because it's made up of people. <laughs> church is people. Ah. Uh, it's the body of Christ. And he's the head of the church. He's the head of the church. Okay. But, uh, okay. And, and God's church is perfect when you talk about it as a symbol, um, because he, he says his church is, is the bride of Christ. But yet we are, we are still sinners, according to the Bible, when we're not perfect. And whatever you get people together, you'll, you'll discover that it's, uh, you know, it's, it's better illustrated in the family. You know, that's where, uh, in a family, you, once you get to sort of get to know each other a bit more and spend more time together, you'll find the, uh, the imperfections. Well, you have arguments, don't you, in families, uh, one with another as well. Uh, and, um, you know, those relationships can be, uh, have to be sort of sorted out. And, yeah. uh, in the Christian life, I guess it's no different within churches yeah. as well. Oh, look, it's, it's, it's not about not having a, a different point of view, but mm. how, how do you come, how you treat, it. How you treat each other mm. and how do you love each other despite of the differences. Mm. And we have, um, Joseph, we have, um, part of our church in Australia, we are a very multicultural, Society. That's true. And, uh, true. you know, I came to Australia as a, as a student, as an overseas student mm. 26 years ago. And I have to say that, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a blessing to have people from all backgrounds. They all bring different points of view, different understanding. Yet as a church, when we come together, we are one, uh, in, in the sense that we all served one God, one Savior, Jesus Christ. And Christianity, it does have a future, I believe. Mm. Uh, it, we might have to um, to look at uh, different ways in which we we present Christ. Okay, it's interesting. Not, yep. It's not one way that we people were not interested so much in in um, in, in the argument of Christianity mm. uh, like they used to. They used to have the public debates. You know, you know, uh, you, you could come to a, to a city or a town. There was back then. There was no internet, no television, and usually the the, the evangelists uh, they, they were the the best um, educated, so to speak, people in, in in the whole town, and they'll come and present, and uh, everybody will attend because there was nothing else to to do. However, now we find ourselves in a sea of culture. Yes, yes, in Australia. And the question is, how can we be that salt yeah. that can make a difference for Jesus Christ? Yeah, I like it. And I think it's it's more, and uh, not so much the arguments that we're going to win mm, about mm. Christ, but it's 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 the way we live, the way we we make Christianity. Uh, we put the feet, we become the feet and the the hands of Jesus, the the ears. Uh, to the ground, and we are listening to people's hurts, mm. and we identify with their needs, and we share Jesus because we all live in this in this world where we can see that it's um, as it's falling apart mm. in, in some ways. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of distress. There's a lot of um, anxiety, especially after this pandemic. We're still in this pandemic in in some form or the other. Uh, there's wars. And people need hope, mm. and wherever there is there is hope, uh, we we need to share that that hope. And yes, God has 
a message mm. for this world, for Australia, that there is hope beyond tomorrow. Yeah. There's yeah. a future, and we have this, what we call, as Christians, we call it the blessed hope. Yes. And yes. this is why we need to, to be faithful to that um, to that promise that Jesus will come again to restore us. Yeah. And we would love to share that with the whole Australia. Yeah. Because we'd love to have everyone part of that God's kingdom. I really appreciate what you shared there. And that, that's, that's really the whole basis of, of Faith FM and, um, and what we're about here on Drive Time. We, we want to get that, that, that message out to, to, to people. We'd love to, to hear from our listeners. I'm going to come back to you in just a moment, Niku. But uh, to our listeners, uh, what are your thoughts about the future of the church? If you've got any thoughts, get, get, you know, send us a comment on our text line 488 that number again, 488 uh, Send us your comments about what you see as the future of the church in, in Australia. Now, Niku, um, I know that you, know, you were sharing a little bit earlier today um, in, a, in the meeting that, that I was at with, with the, um, our other colleagues, and um, you shared a little bit about your own very, very current experiences you've had with people um, who have been coming uh, to, to faith in Jesus Christ. Like, um, do, do you want to just very quickly just tell our listeners uh, just one of those uh, experiences, one of those stories that you have there, which is which is evidence that despite the fact that it seems like church in Australia is you know um, you know it's it's on the downhill and it, it's it's being ignored or or it's irrelevant, quite the opposite happened. People are searching, aren't they, Nicku? Yes, they are. Joseph, uh, you know, there's, there's people out there uh, that are, are looking for hope. They, they search, uh, if you look at the, the top search uh, words that people are searching, they're looking for what is the future. Yeah, okay. They're, they're questions related to the future. They mm. want to know, um, is this all it is? Yes. Is this all, you know, the whole uh, point of this pandemic brought people to realize that this world it can fall apart very, very easily. And uh, they look for, they're looking for encouragement and people are searching, uh, you know, what, what is the right, what is the truth? What is the, the right church? Words to that extent. Mm. And, um, you know, God, uh, through his, um, through his spirit, he, he leads people to, to the truth. And this is what, um, Faith FM, I guess, is doing right now. Is sharing. If you are listening there, maybe for the first time, and yeah. just tune in. This is not an accident that you are there. That's that right. Listening today because God wants you to hear that yeah. there is hope for tomorrow, and you, have to, you just have to have faith. And you know, you need just need to pray, God, if yeah. you're really there, I want you to give me that that hope. Yeah, and God wants Very good. wants you to listen. And there's there's this family that they uh, they wanted to to know more about God they wanted to learn about the truth and God put them in in my path and just uh, just having conversation with them at the door and uh, they want they were open they were open to learn about what it, what is that faith that I have is that so the, yeah mm. and um you know they they through conversations and through some studies with them and more regular uh, they decided to to follow Jesus in baptism. That's great. And that's an amazing thing because yeah. you know usually it takes takes a bit of a journey. Yes, everybody's at different stages and they're uh, getting to know God and who He is for them. But uh, God, I think, worked in their hearts long before they met me, and uh, they were ready. They were ready to. They were searching for yeah. for that truth, 
And I was just being able to, to be used by God in a, in a very small way for them to, to just to introduce, introduce them to Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's a real, uh, privilege to be able to play a part, isn't it, in introducing people to Jesus? Absolutely. We, we never know, do we? You know, even Eric, where, where we might get in conversation with someone or we might bump into someone and we have an opportunity to talk with them, um, to share with them about our hope. And um, it can be something that can either plant a seed for them initially or, as you said, Niku, the Spirit of God is working in people's lives in a, unbeknownst to us, even prior to us meeting them. And so when we cross their paths, we can, uh, in a sense, play a small part to to help them in their further journey of faith in, in Jesus Christ. And that's an exciting opportunity. Yeah. And I think sometimes too, you know, like um, <clears throat> it could just be a leaflet in someone's letterbox. It could be a kind word. Yes. It could be an act of kindness. Right. That can be the, the central part of, of the Holy Spirit working in someone's life because the hurt that's in the world, as you've mentioned, and people are searching and looking, to see somebody do something different to the way the world would treat them is such a positive thing, to show the character of Jesus to others, mm. to be their hands and feet and the mouthpiece that's right. makes a big difference. Yes, yes, yes. It's the Holy Spirit's work. It's, it's Our work is just being the mediator between the two. Yeah, 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 he uses us. No, that, that, that's great. Look, we've uh, we've got to move on. Thank you, Niku, for coming in. It's been great to have you you um, to, to to join us uh, here on Drive Time. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it, Joseph, and uh, and all the best to your listeners. And if you if give God a chance, and if you're listening, and if you want to try it, and uh, just just pray a simple prayer and ask God to to lead you to do the truth. That that is blessings to you. That is so well spoken. Thank you so much, Nico. And and just further on that very line, if you are perhaps listening for the very first time, um, you you may really want to avail yourselves of a free book offer that we have this week. It's a book called Your Bible and You. Now this is a classic. This book um, because it actually will help you understand the key themes and topics of the Bible in an easy, readable, understandable way. This is a great book, and uh, it can be yours um, simply by texting uh, the, our text line number here, 488 And then the Faith FM giveaway bot will reply asking for your details. So text the code word, which is SA43. That's the letters S-A and the number 43. So S-A-4-3, text that to 0488-880-811 and you will be able to get our free book offer, the book titled Your Bible and You, sent to you. Well, we need to take a break, and uh, we're going to enjoy a lovely piece of music, a song by Daryl Sawyer. He's always there. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time. Sun, when all is peace and happy. 
happiness I feel my Savior near I see His love in all that He has done He's always there By His still and gentle presence I can feel His love surround me As I called upon His name He said He'd always be there Even to the end of the world For we're the reason that Our precious Savior came At times my peace is buried By the cares of the day And life's a struggle just to face The trials I must bear You're listening to Faith FM. This is Drive Time, big Q&A with Joseph Matichich and Eric Hoare. Uh, this week on Drive Time, we are looking at the big question of difficult questions about an imperfect church. Interesting topic here, Eric, that we're, we're looking at, uh, difficult questions about an imperfect church. Um, we, we know that uh, when we listen to the news and uh, other outlets, we, we can hear um, some various uh, negative reports about the church, and sadly, some of these have been true o- over time. Um, and so some of these things are going to be unpacked as, as we go through this week on Drive Time. But today in particular, we're going to be looking at the question, what is the church? Now... I was thinking about this. 
uh, in light of a, um, a, a program I saw uh, that was uh, some, some little while back um, in two parts, Eric, and it was where they had a, a group. It was titled Christians Like Us, and they, they had a group of about 12 people, uh, various Christians, and I use that term broadly, very broadly, because there was a, a Pentecostal minister, uh, there was a, uh, a, I think a uniting minister, there was a, um, uh, a Catholic young gentleman, um, then there was, then there was an, an, an older gentleman there who had been raised a Christian, but had suffered some terrible abuse, um, and didn't really want anything to do with the church as such. Um, yet he was part of that group. Um, and then yeah, it was a mixture of males and females, young and old. And they had these 12 people, um, in, in, in a house. They put them all in the same house for a week, uh, to, to spend a week together. And the show looked at, got them to explore, uh, different aspects of their faith, uh, what, what the different religions, what the different denominations, what their their different individual churches have in common, and also what they have different, and, and you know, being a being a TV show, they like to um, uh, create. Um, how can we put it? They like to create uh, a little bit of uh, drama. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and look, I, I watched it with interest. Uh, interestingly enough, I watched the first one with my wife, and. Um, she said, oh, look, I, I, I don't like how they do this. They, they've intentionally put these people in together to create this kind of a, a setting. Um, mm-hmm. She didn't want to join me for the part two of the episode. <laughs> but, um, Eric, it was interesting because in that mix, for instance, was a, a young lady who was from the uh, Latter-day Saints, the mm-hmm. Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, or as we were know, a Mormon. And so part of the discussion there were, were are they you know, truly Christian or not, and, and, and so on and so forth. And they, they raised issues about homosexuality, they raised issues about abortion and um, and how the different individuals, uh, what their, their views on it were. And the overall uh, purpose of the program was to look at what is what is the future of the church. And it was interesting, before the break we spoke with Niku, didn't we, about... Um, uh, the church in Australia and and its future, and so it, it this this is probably a real good uh, topic for us to to wrestle with this week here on on drive time, and and it makes sense that we need to start then obviously with the foundational question: Well, what is the church? You know, we, we use this term and we're throwing it around so much. Um, let's let's define it. Let let's begin. So let's let's look at it together. Well, it's a pretty hot topic tonight, really, uh, yeah. Joseph. And the fact is that we all get passionate. Okay. About our church. Mm. Um, and I think that if you would ask um, a Christian in the street what church do you go to, they would name probably the, what uh, denomination they are, but where it was. Like, for instance, uh, I'm a Seventh-day Adventist Christian. Yes. And I go to Birdwood Church. So yes. I would say, well, I go to Birdwood Church. So I would name the place, basically. Yes. And if you would uh, look at around Adelaide and in South Australia, I think the Seventh-day Adventist Church has about 24 churches. Well, there's about 17 churches and about seven companies. That's a lot of churches. Mm. Uh, so is that the church? Is uh, when, we, when we say, is, is that church, is that really what it means? What's the biblical 
idea of a church. Yeah. And that's what we're looking at tonight. And to be quite honest, it, as I studied this, it challenges my thinking too, because traditionally I came from a non-Christian background. I can remember walking into various churches and ended up in the, uh, through studying the Bible in the Seventh Adventist Church. And it's quite a uh, dramatic thing, quite a scary thing to walk into a church for the first time. So... Many people today would understand the church probably as a building. Right. You know, as a particular building, it's in a, in located in a particular place, as you say, and I'd say that, that's the church. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, uh, we were generating, but, but that's not actually the really the biblical understanding of the church. The word church is a translation of the Greek word, word, um, ecclesia, which is defined as an assembly or uh, called out ones. And the root meaning of a church is not that of a building, ah. uh, but of people. It is ironic that when you ask people what church they attend, they, as we've mentioned, they usually identify a building. So uh, what, the Gre- what the Greek is saying to us is the church is actually a group of people who are united together in a belief right. of God. Right. That's yeah. basically what it's saying yeah. here. And yet... We put so much emphasis, really, when, you, when we're really being truthful, we get, we get so head up about our church. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been many board meetings where something's <laughs> going to happen in a church yeah. and the, the, the passion that comes out, the compassion that comes out on people about it, uh, you know, you, you get everybody there. But if you run a, a program on evangelism, you're hard to get anybody there. So it can become mm. topsy-turvy as to what we understand the meaning of the term church. Romans 6, 5, 16.5 says, uh, greet the church that is in their house. So this is a Greek in the, in the house, uh, talking about uh, the church in the house. 1 Corinthians 16.19 says, the churches in the province of Asia sent you greetings. Aquila and Priscilla greet you warmly in the Lord. And so does the church that meets at their house. And there's just a couple of more texts here that back this up. Philemon uh, 1, 1 to 2 says, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, our dear friend and fellow worker, also to Aphaia, our sister, and um, Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church that meets in your home. So Paul here addresses the whole congregation. Mm. This is not just a few people that have gathered to uh, to study scripture uh, and to share together. It's actually talking about a whole congregation in their house. So the church in the uh, early days actually met in houses. Uh, and it's very interesting. Another one, Colossians 4.15 says, Give my greetings to the brothers and sisters at Laodicea and to Nympha and the church in her house. So here they are gathering together as a church in, the, in a person's house. So what it's saying here is that uh, the word church is a gathering of believers, a body of people who have been called out, who have come together united in a belief of Jesus Christ and meeting in homes. So no such places existed as those which we now term churches back in Jesus' day. Um, the word always signifies the congregation or assembly of believers and not the place they're assembled in. Paul refers to the church in their house, not a church body building, but a body of believers. So this is really important and it shakes our foundation of what we believe because uh, now that I've been in the church a, a number of years, uh, you come to think of the church as the building. 
and and what happens in the building, and don't what you? Happens you know, is the, so the, important. The, the, the programming and, and whatever else. And that, yeah. that's where our, our concentration is. Which is fair enough. You've got to have organisation and, and order and, and, and order and and to really to grow um, God's word, you've got to have um, a system and a and a program of as the church set up in the early days, uh, which is so important. But but to understand that the church is more the believers would mm. therefore change our the way we think about witnessing about what we're here for mm. what we're here for is not to take care of a building mm. okay. what we're here for is to grow the church as people okay that's the big thing i think we need to take out of tonight and and understanding what the church is yeah 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 i like that yeah um, that's that's and and point. i think that we do we uh, i find that sometimes we get um more time spent up on on the things. In fact, just recently we've been sort of dealing with a few things, and and, and this has really come at an important time for me to to really really realise what our emphasis should be on. It should be our growth. Yeah, it should be the people that we're reaching out to, and yet we can get so passionate about a, a building. So the first thing is that the church, the word church here means is translated. Uh, an assembly of people unified, uh, a co- people that have been called out mm. into a, a group. And I mean, in the Bible, sometimes it says they sat under a tree yeah. and they had church there. Yeah. So that's where the people were. That's where the assembly was. Okay. It was people over a particular place or, or, or a facility. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So that's the first thing tonight. And of course, what is the church? The church, as was mentioned earlier, is the body of Christ. Okay. Uh, of which he is the head. Ephesians 1, 22 to 23 brings out so well. It says, and God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be the head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. So the body of Christ is made up of all believers in Jesus Christ from the day of Pentecost until Christ's return. So biblically, we we see it this way, that that Christ has to be the head of the church, Mm. has to be the head of the people. If we take away the word church and put people there, he has to be the head of us all. Mm. And we are a group, a body underneath him. He is the head. He is the leader. So if we do hear of a church that doesn't follow Jesus Christ, that doesn't say that he is the one that uh, that was resurrected, mm. uh, then we have to be wary yeah. because this is talking now about um, what the Bible is saying is truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Jesus is the head. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, a body... Uh, it's, it's a great illustration, uh, a great analogy for, for a church. A, a body, different parts to a body yep. makes, makes it one. So we have different individuals that make up a, make up the church, yet every part of a body has a purpose. Uh, e- everything in our body has a purpose. It, it's meant to function. It's meant to contribute. Our, our, our legs, our fingers, our eyes, ears, you know, they, they all, they all have a, they, they all play a role. They're, they, they have a function. And, so does every believer in in a church has a function to play, which which kind of counters really the, the the notion that some people will have is that church is a place that I go to where I just need to um, um, sit, uh, take it in uh, like a performance, and um, yeah, I, I might enjoy it. I might not enjoy it, but I I come there, I, I take it in, and then I leave it. 
That's that's really not what church is about, is it? No. I, I heard a sermon once that really brought that out. It was really good. It really made me think. And it was a, a part where if we're like in a, a sporting allergy, if we were playing, a, say, football or something and uh, and we're trying to all work together and then we came together at half time, and the coach was there and he told us to do uh, these things uh, to to win the game or to, to improve. And we... We, after half time, we ignored it. If we went out and didn't do what the coach was following, then there would be, then the team wouldn't do well. And it's like us, like during the week we come to church, we hear from God mm-hmm. and, and the Holy Spirit, but then if we go away and don't do anything, well, what's the point, you know? So the whole point of it is, is that we all are part of that body, you know. The the Bible says if we if we take away your arm or, or take away your eye, then the body suffers. Yes, yes. And that's that's what it's using the analogy of that we all function together in unity, uh, happiness and love, and that way the the body of Christ will grow even more powerful. And, and can I just say this too, uh, Joseph, that I think that um, if it doesn't matter. Uh, how long somebody has given their life to Christ, mm. they still have a function yeah, that's in right. the church. And sometimes, you know, we think with, that in the world today, you've got to be qualified to do this and that, but God qualifies us. Mm. And so therefore, you know, when somebody comes believe, they have the, the much right to the kingdom of God as somebody who's been there 10, 20 or 30 years. And so therefore, uh, this functioning is, uh, is so great because when a new believer comes and they're on fire generally yes. and they want to spread the gospel. Yes. And, and, and so they, they are immediately uh, found in the family of God, yes. which I think is so important. So, there, first of all, we have this, um, that what we know what the church is now, it's the people uh, that have been called out. We, we know that the church is a body of Christ. And uh, then we find that uh, there is, uh, the study talks about the, the universal church and the local church is a worldwide movement. And often I say to, uh, in church and in prayer time, that the church has no walls. The church should have no walls. Okay. What, what do you mean by that? Do you want to explain that? I mean, I mean that uh, we, don't, we shouldn't see the church as a building that encloses us, ah, okay. that we are a part of a group that yes. has uh, certain beliefs and, uh, and uh, the way we do things and tradition can come into that, that if we have no walls, then we are looking to the brethren outside the walls, okay. not inside the walls, because a, a, a a church that grows is one that looks outward, not inward. And what it's talking about here is the body of Christ. Christ wants all to be saved. Mm. And if we understand that, then we'll have the compassion. We will, we will not see the walls as a boundary. We will not see the people out there as lower than us. Okay. Yes. Or higher than us. We're all equal. Yes. And that's what God wanted. I think, I think Jesus, when he has showed us, if, if Jesus hadn't come to the earth, well, I think we'd have a different view of Christianity altogether. He showed us the spirit of the law. Uh, he showed us how to interact with people and to accept people as they were, as as he accepted us. And I think that's so important to understand that the church is made up of individuals, different cultures, as we've been talking about, mm. and we're all on different stages of journey, mm-hmm. but we're all one, accepting mm. of one. And to do that, we then accept the brother that walks in for the first time. I don't know about you, uh, 
uh, Joseph, but I remember when I first worked and in, walked into our church, into the church we go to now, the, the thing I remember about that is a loving sister, Ricky, she won't mind me mentioning her name on here and everyone knows Ricky at Birdwood, but she just came up and welcomed us and wrapped her arms around us and just loved us. And, and that's a, that's a thing that stayed with yeah, me yeah. and stays with many people. So, uh, it, this is the whole basis of, um, of of being accepted into the church. Mm. Yeah, now that's really good what you're sharing there and you know so essentially the church is an assembly of people we we we're discovering you know uh, that that are um who are believers in the Lord Jesus Christ and who and, and then you're also indicating that the church is this group of people that doesn't just come together just for the sake of themselves coming together, but they come together for a purpose, I'm hearing here. Mm-hmm. And that is, like you said, there's no walls. It's meant to be uh, for it to connect with other people and to 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 extend God's love to them as well. That's right. And with Jesus being the head of the church, he is always looking for the lost. Okay. And and we as the body follow that the head and we we are the actions we go out there to perform those those deeds through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 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 I so like important. that. I like that. Now that's 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 really really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um yeah the, the the church as we said is a community of believers um who uh who follow the Lord Jesus Christ um and as Saviour and Lord who are committed to him, his his teaching and and, and clearly it's interesting, Jesus himself uh, we could say went to church and the Bible clearly says in Luke four sixteen um that he you know he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day. Um yet Jesus he, in his in his ministry though uh spent time outside of church or organized church and with with people and then he then he uh, instructed his immediate followers to uh to go and to to preach and to teach and to continue his work and he promised I will build my church and then we come to after his ascension that the group of believers when they received the holy spirit now were empowered and there were signs and wonders they were united in 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 in, in teaching or in doctrine, we could say they they had one they shared together, and it says the Lord added daily to to that church, and so it's again about people. Um, and it's interesting too, uh, Joseph, that um, I have many that I study with who, when it comes down to the thing of coming to a sermon, coming to church, yes, uh, they say I don't need it. I don't need to come to church. I've got God in my life. Yeah, interesting. I, I don't need that. And when we hear that often today, we do with no commandment. But what it's what's what what it's saying is that it's not actually coming to the building. It's coming to be with fellow believers. Ah. And then the thing we've got to get away with when we um when we talk to others and inviting them to to church, if you like, is to say is to come to be with the fellow believers. That has a different emphasis in just coming into a building. That's right. Uh, and that, that means that they are loved into a group. Yes. And that's the big difference. It's not just coming to a building. And I know a lot of people have come to church, come into a building for the first time, who may have just come because they like somebody there. <laughs> yes. Or they had nothing to do that day. Yeah. But by being there... The fellowship of the people and the word of God has led them down that path to salvation. Yeah, yeah, and I like that. Important. I like that. Look, Eric, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come straight back again and uh, look at uh, w- what the church is. Um, but let's enjoy a little bit of lovely music, which uh, reminds us that um, the church is built on Jesus Christ, who is our rock, and um, and that's why we're going to uh, listen to this song, "Rock of Ages." You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time. Don't go anywhere. 
Rock of ages, clap for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy wounded side, which flow, be of sin a double cure. Save from wrath and make me pure. Not the labor of my hands can fulfill thy law's demands. Could my zeal no respite know? Could my tears forever flow? All good. Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM. This is Drive Time, uh, BQ&A with myself, Joseph Matichich, and uh, this afternoon joined here with uh, by joined by Eric Hoare. Uh, a reminder one more time to you that we have a special free book offer for you. It's a book called Your Bible and You, a great book that will give you a great explanation on the key topics. Uh, themes and ideas from the Bible. And to get this offer, all you need to do is text the code word, which is SA43, that's SA43, 
to our text line number 0488880811. Well, we are looking today at the question, what is the church? Now, Eric, uh, we've been looking at the fact that essentially the church is people. It's not 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 a place or a building or a location. Uh, it's not even so much what takes place inside those you know those buildings, so to speak. Um, it is it is a group of people that are gathered together. You're saying there. The Bible tells us that it's those who uh, follow the Lord Jesus Christ, who have a mission to love, to serve Him, to obey Him, and and to share Him share share Him with others. Now, in the Bible, Eric, we also have. A few of these um, word pictures, the, these metaphors of what the church is, don't we? Yes. And uh, now we've looked at one already, and that is the body. Mm. That's a great metaphor for what the church is. It's it's a body, mm. different parts, with Christ as the head of the body. Do we have any other metaphors or pictures of what the church is, as described in the Bible? Well, it's interesting in Ephesians uh, 2, 19 to 22, where Paul writes in the book of Ephesians that the ministry and teaching of the apostles are the foundation. So here we see a picture of the foundation of the church with Christ as its cornerstone. It's found in Ephesians two nineteen to 22. It says, Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Jesus Christ himself as the chief cornerstone. In him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Mm. Today the church bears the image of Jesus Christ and it carries on the ministry of Jesus to the world through generations. So what it's saying here is that uh, that it's built on the teachings that came through the apostles and prophets. Okay. And it built the foundation and upon that foundation was the cornerstone of Jesus Christ, the rock. Okay. So it's got a solid foundation, a foundation that can't be moved. Now, I'm an ex-bricklayer and blocklayer, and I know how important the foundation is. Yes, because yes. if you haven't got a strong foundation, uh, then when things happen, when there's movement or the weather uh, has affected it or there's an earthquake, it's generally the foundation that moves or cracks. Uh-huh. But also what's built on it, uh, when you put bricks together, the mortar between the bricks has to be weaker than the actual um, brick itself, okay. the product, so that when the crack comes, as it must always, then it runs up the line of the mortar, not through the brick. Interesting. And so what the prophets have done, they built it so that the truth stays there. And when cracks appear, the truth still remains because it's built on the foundation. Ah. And so that's so important that the truth uh, will go through to the end of time. Okay. Held by a people that are called the church, the body of people that are built on this foundation. That, that, that's a great, sorry to butt in, that's, yeah. that's a great one. So the truth itself doesn't break, hmm. it doesn't change, it, 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 it's come th- it has come through time, what you're saying there, Eric. Hmm. It's the people themselves are, that are imperfect. Hmm. And at the, at the top of the show, we talked about, you know, problems in the church, and hmm. the church is imperfect because it's, the church is people, and people are imperfect, hmm. but its message is 
can we say, is a perfect one, isn't it? I, I yeah. love that, and, that, that analogy. And Keep what going. Some, what might happen then is uh, if something comes in that is not truth, if, if, uh, if people in the world start to tear down, for instance, a creation story or, or whatever, um, certain beliefs, and yes. I think the cracks will run up those um, traditions. Okay. But the truth, that the foundations are there for anybody to pick up and see uh, yeah. when they read the Word of God. Um, and, and what happens then, it talked about then, and the next part of it is, is that that we we are actually built together to become a dwelling in which God lives in His Spirit. So mm. we actually become the building as well, if mm-hmm, you like, mm-hmm. where God dwells in us. How, how beautiful is that? That's, how yeah. wonderful is that to think that us as sinners can have the Spirit, God live in us, in us through the Spirit. Yeah. That's so wonderful. And that's, that should give us the joy uh, in these last times, in these hard times, to go and spread the word. Mm. Uh, when I first met my wife, and I hope my wife isn't listening, but anyway, <laughs> when I met her, I couldn't help but go home and, and tell, my, tell my father, I've met this beautiful girl. And, yeah. and I actually lost her phone number, and I, 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 I took down her name, and I had to look up her last name in the phone book. And uh, I spent <laughs> a long time looking because it was a common name, and I I finally found her, but I had to search for her. And when you become excited about something, when it grabs you uh, fully, it's like when we first come to Christ, we should never lose that first love mm. of Christ. And that it permeates throughout the church, and that's when the church will turn her eyes until what Christ sees as her her bride, her church, her people, mm. and the church is described in the Bible as the as being her bride. So, so, her. so there's another metaphor. Uh, mm. So we, we've talked about the uh, the the body. That that's one uh, word picture. You, you, now we've looked at the um, the the building uh, b- built on a foundation of Jesus, the cornerstone. Now it's a bride. That's yes. a, that's a, a, another picture of the church. Mm. Go on, and that shows how much Christ loves loves us. Yes, He doesn't love the building. No. He loves the people exactly, and, yeah. But I think you know, and I, I, I'm stu- uh, studying this has really shaken my me a bit because <laughs> I think sometimes I think we all get caught up with the building. Yeah, uh, we should we should really love you know respect the building that we go to the church we call church, and 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 the things in it. But the thing is, when it dominates our thinking. Mm. I think we've lost what Christ is saying is the church, is the church as the people within the church, within the building, within the home, mm. but also outside the home. Yeah, yeah. And that's the big thing is, and he wants to build his church and the church is the people outside as well. Yeah. And so that's really important. And um, so it says here that, um, that, uh, in him, in verse 21 of Ephesians 2, us uh, 2, uh, 21, it says, in him the whole building is joined together and it actually rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. Mm. That's all of us together bring honor and glory to God. How wonderful is yeah, that? Yeah, 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 it is, yeah. So, yeah, so that it's, a, it is, yeah, it uses the analogy of a building. Not in a literal sense. Uh, you touched then about the um, the analogy of a, of a bride, and then you know we we read on and we have a couple of others. And look, um, mm-hmm. as we you know as we sort of um, wind up here, Eric. Yes. Um, we, you know, what is the church? We're coming back to this concept. It's a group of people um, who have faith in Jesus Christ, centered on Him and and His Word, and following His teachings. And we have the, these beautiful word pictures. A bride, a um, uh, built on him. Uh, any other word pictures that we have in the Bible? I think of the one there um, uh, 
where the church is the flock of God. That's mm. an interesting one, isn't it? Using yep. a uh, an agri- an farming agricultural animal kind of imagery of, of a flock. Yes. You know, it it, be, it belongs, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Another one I have too is salt. You are the salt of the earth. Right. Uh, it was mentioned a bit earlier about uh, about the salt, and um, that means that to, to bring flavour to those that we come in contact with. Yes. 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 Uh, and we, if we run out of salt when we're eating, it's not good, you know. And and the salt is so important. The church's presence in the world should be the light that illuminates. Christ's love for the world. And as salt, the church is also called to be the moral and spiritual preservation of a broken world in need of healing. Christ's ministry was founded on this. Mm. It was founded on healing the sick, of caring for the poor and freeing the oppressed from guilt. Um, for the church to be effective, it must pursue this mission as well. Yes. This is Christ's will we're talking about. He said, I'd rather do God's will than eat and drink. This yep. was his mission, his yeah. will. That's what he centered his whole time on earth uh, for. And when the church is grounded in the grace of God and truth of his word, its members will be, it will be the love, joy, peace. All the fruits of the spirit will come out. Now, we're all sinners and, uh, you know, and, and, uh, sometimes there's disagreements, but that shouldn't, shouldn't matter. It shouldn't split a church. People shouldn't stop talking to each no, other. No, no. It is the love of Christ that will bind us together and move us forward. Yeah, that's, that's great. Look, thank you very much, Eric. Our, our time is virtually gone, but right. we, we just want to, yeah, reiterate to our listeners that God has his church and, and perhaps, Eric, you know, there might be someone out there who's who's kind of maybe looking for a church community. And I, we just want to say to you, if you if you have not been involved in a church or just not quite sure, you might have some questions. Look, stay tuned because we're, we're going to look look at some more. For instance, um, on tomorrow's show, we're looking at that classic question. You know, why do we have the so many hypocrites in the church. That's a beauty, isn't it? Um, Gary Hodgkin's going to be joined by Don Felberg, and look mm. at that tomorrow. Mm. But um, and some other heavier questions as the week goes on. But if you haven't been connected to a church, you really ought to. It's 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 absolutely for your blessing and 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 for your benefit. And contact us at Faith FM. If you're looking for a church and we will help you find a church near you. Well, it looks like our time's up for today. Thank you for joining uh, myself, Joseph Matichich, and my co-host today, uh, Eric Hoare. Uh, invite you to join and tune in tomorrow uh, when Gary Hodgkin, as I said, will be joined by Don Felberg. And they're going to look at the topic, why does the church have so many hypocrites? I hope that you can tune in then. But in the meantime, please remember that Christ said, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give isn't like the peace the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. Let's pray together for a moment just as we finish up. Our Father God, we want to thank you that you love each person and that you have established your church as a body, as a group where people can come together and that you want us to be part of that. And I pray that you'll bless any person that's tuning and that's listening today on Faith FM, particularly if they're not part of a church at the moment, Lord, help them to find a church that they can be part of and be blessed. Thank you for our program today on Drive Time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.